you're listening to the Buttercuts Podcast. We have a great guest today where I sit down with Al Guyberger from Almigos. Enjoy the episode and the interview. Welcome everybody to this episode of the Buttercuts Podcast. With us today is Al Guyberger from Almigos. Al, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, man. It's it's a pleasure. Yeah, like I said, reached out. I've you know been been following your stuff on Instagram, and and we just had a little bit of a, a chat earlier, just about how I kind of came to to find Almigos. But give us the story behind it, behind you as a as a as a person, and kind of how Almigos came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you and I were just talking for that second. We just were like, you know, going back and forth, and you're like, hey, I got a podcast. You want to get on it? I'm like. <laughs> Dude, hell yes. You know, just that's what, you know, before I get too much into it, it's just what's so awesome about this is just meeting guys and connecting and then BSing and talking and becoming friends. And lo and behold, here we are now. But, uh, uh, man, so Almigo. So I started it um, a handful of years, a few years, four or five years ago. I, um, I wanted to have a tournament here in my hometown um, get some friends, you know, who are golfers, who are non golfers, but just, really just get everyone together to have a good time and that would be via golf i've always been into that i've always been into getting just friends together for fun times. so i said i wanted to have a tournament and i have this tournament out at my home club the palms golf club which if anyone knows here in the valley is just an amazing amazing uh golf club and golf course and so you know i and my wife's Hispanic and I was like, you know, I want to do something very inclusive, very fun, very unique. And, you know, everyone knows like, you know, their local Mexican restaurant, every, you know, my, my wife's family, I just love embracing their culture. I was like, dude, everyone just have fun. If it was like, you know, almost like had just a, a feel of vibe and a spirit of uh, Hispanic culture. And I would, and they're like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. So I did, I come up with this logo with my buddy and I'm thinking, you know, I'll call it like, owls you know four owls amigos because my dad had a thing to backtrace um, on tour he had a little following was called owls pals that was like his you know it wasn't quite arnie's army (laughs) um was a little shy of that but he you know he had pins and he had the whole bit he was owls pal so i was like you know i'll play off that but uh we'll just make it more unique and we'll call it like i don't know owls amigos and then my friend goes why don't you just call it owl migos and i was like oh that's i still remember where i was sitting like I just I remember like that clicked and I was like great Al Migos is it and I've always had like a fascination with uh, logos and branding and everything so we did this stuff we we actually did it for a year and I think even a second year I mean people are like you know you should really sell this stuff like see if people like it on Instagram I'm like why why would anyone want this on Instagram this is like our tournament logo like I just wanted this to be cool for this logo and they're like no, like, I think you have something here. And so just to, you know, not drag it out too much, but I threw a few products on Instagram and kind of showed people the vibe of the company would be the same vibe as what I started the tournament for, like, you know, good friends and good times and, you know, being inclusive and fun and bringing everyone together through this game of golf with like this, like spirit of, you know, Hispanic culture and boom, next thing you know, just boop, 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 took kind of, off and I've I've been this has gone further than I ever thought it would and it's been amazing and an awesome ride and now I'm here sitting talking to you on a podcast <laughs> you, you you made it no I made I'm, just, it. I'm on the buttercuts uh, podcast We're good. <laughs> there we go no like I said I just like everything that you come out came out with and like I said like one thing that really caught my eye when I, you know first started kind of seeing some things pop up was just the colorway that you have so kind of where did the peach and it's peach and teal i think yeah Yeah. peach and teal where did kind of where did that that come from because it's i yeah i love that you asked that so um you know what's funny too is my favorite colors and you know growing up have i've like i've had a fascination with a few colors but i've always been like my buddy calls me he jokes he goes al i think you're sponsored by the color gray because i always just wear gray like black and gray But in my brain, I was like, no, my favorite color, if I had to pick one, is like this teal, like this aqua teal. Like, I've just always really loved it. Well, then I started kind of seeing, I don't know, I just saw it seeing it. And I just, there was something, 
I don't know, in my head when I saw teal with this coral and it wasn't red and it's not orange. It was, it's very, it's a very particular like coral as I call it or peach coral or whatever you want to call it. We haven't given an official name, but I saw the two colors together and I was like, that's it. Like that is it. Like that is what I'm trying to like push. That's what I'm trying to have it be. I'm trying to have it be, that's it. I don't know. Then I was like, I'm just going to split that. I'm going to make the whole Almigos and everything, you know, mainly teal but it's like secondary you know color will be this coral peach and that's it that i'll do everything with that and i mean i had no idea what i was doing i have literally no clue i just like those colors and i threw them on there with the logo and i mean it probably seemed like i was some you know well thought out branding thing early but it it wasn't it was just two of my favorite colors i that weren't black and gray mixed with this logo that i came up and it's like this vibe of the company. And I always ask people, I'm like, we should, you know, I should move off these colors. I should do something else. Yeah. Like, you know, not move off them, but just like mix in some other ones. They're like, no, don't move off the colors. And I'm like, all right, we'll just keep the colors going. (laughs) No, it's, it's, it it works. Like I said, it's, it's definitely something that, that pops, you know, you get, you get that color away. And I mean, for me, it it reminds me, I, I got the, I mean, I think they, they call them the watermelon, the Air Maxes. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me a little of those. And So uh, funny you said that. Absolutely. I agree. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, and like I said, I can see it. And it's just, it, it works, right? Because, you know, with what you're doing, with a couple of the different things, just keeping that that theme and that, that colorway yeah. just works in so many ways, even when you're, like you do it with your, the you know, kind of the master's theme head covers you know works there like it just right it just, just kind of just works. Them. <laughs> yeah i it's funny and it, it a weird story is that uh i uh, so i'm people you know i'm you know when i'm ordering product i got to make sure i get the pantones right i'm pretty particular it's got to be within this like blend of these few pantones that don't and like i don't want it to defer too much and so i look up this pantone of the teal and i'm like all right i'll give this guy the pantone and i was on this funny website it gave all this like whole color breakdown and i'm on the website and i click in the teal and it gives me the pantone well if you scroll down it said like all these other details about the color and the exact opposite like on the color wheel the opposite color of the teal was that coral and i was like whoa what and i clicked on it and it was my coral was the was the and they had no idea it was just the exact opposite color on the spectrum and it was okay. said colors that'll go really well. The opposite color is this coral. And I'm like, oh, oh. wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> You're like, that and worked I, out all right. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, look at it. Once again, looks like I know what I'm doing. Didn't know, but it, it worked out. <laughs> it's it's just an eye, right? It's just like, say you look at that and you're like, oh yeah, those two colors. Yeah, they go well. I mean, I've to tried, together. you know, when I'm sitting there dabbling on my computer or messing with stuff, I've, I've tried with like little other colors just to kind of, you know, just mess around and it, it just doesn't work. It's like, it has to be those two. It just flows with it. And I, I almost look at it as if it was like, you don't get sick of your team colors, like your NFL team, your MLB team, your NBA team. Those are just your team colors. And so I've been like embracing it as in like, Hey, these are the Almigos team colors. You're just, you're not going to get tired of the team colors. Like you might not have to wear it every single day, but when you do wear it, you, you know, you represent for the team. Yeah, exactly. So question, my guess is you've got a billion times is when it, when is the Serape towel coming back? Because <laughs> you look at those and you're like, those are just, it's just, you know, something that's, that's so different than you're going to see anywhere else. Right. And it's, that it, it is the number it's um, that and the, uh, the West coast swing cover, as I call it, um, which resembles everyone's favorite burger chain out here. Those are the two, um, the two products that I just get lambasted with the most. <laughs> um, the Serapes are coming back in the, in two to three weeks. Now, why it's, you know, it's, it, you can't rush perfection, but this right. girl that I work with out of San Diego, she is, she's amazing she is so nice she's incredible what she does um for everyone who's wondering it's uh, eagle par birdie golf on instagram 
she does all these handmade sewn towels for or what with a whole bunch of materials for Goat Hill and myself and um she's just so great so she actually had a couple of materials that I really was drawn to and I liked and then I sent her a bunch of blankets and I said hey this is what you know I want to do this and she made it work and all that so but it it does take a little time you know she's hand cutting them sewing them screen printing them doing everything so I'm gonna say about two weeks two weeks from now I'll have at least I'm ordering for everyone who's curious way more this time you know <laughs> The first time I thought 2025 was good, and then it was 3035. Well, that last sellout was the quickest thing I've had yet. So now I've ordered, I think I'm going to push about 100 at least on this one, nice. which I got to be, yeah, I'm, she's, she's whipping them out by she's, hand. So I got to be, <laughs> I got to be a little patient. So yeah, like she, but let her, let her do her work and, and get them done right. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, that's crazy. I'm just looking at them on on your website now, and that's so they pop. Does she, they do. Does, they, she, um, does she take the 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 serape blanket and then sew it to the the towel? Yeah, Is that, so she's got okay. a she's got a process that she does where she takes a towel, you know, microfiber towel, waffle mm -hmm. towel that we all use, um, and then on the other end, she just takes the either the material, the blanket, the serape, whatever it is, and she'll you know, she cuts them out and gets them together. But before she does that, she screen prints whatever we want on the bottom of it. Um, you know, right now I've kept it pretty simple with just alternating logos, you know, of my main um, bandito head. And then, uh, yeah, she just sews it on there and gets it all done, stitched up really well. And uh, it just, it, it, it just pops. I just, you know, even before I started this, Serape has always been, I think it's a favorite of so many people. I'm not any genius to have thought about how cool Serape is, but um, it, it is just, it's so awesome. It's so catchy and it's so unique to um, Mexican and Hispanic culture. And it's just such a cool way to bring in that design and vibe and feel and aspect to golf, which, you know, to the forefront, especially because, you know, it's, it's just such a cool material. Yeah, it's like I say they're 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 great. Like I saw them pop up, and then then you go in, and you you're like, well, they're gone. <laughs> that was the first product where I was starting to feel really bad. Where people are messaging me like, dude, I had it in my cart, and I was trying to check out, and I couldn't even check out. It was gone before from cart to checkout, and I'm like, I I wow, I, I, I don't I, even know what to do. I guess I just gotta like, get more. You're like. Thanks for trying. <laughs> you know, but, now I know how my buddy Zach feels at Zach Blair at Buck Club. Yeah. I like, you know, that's how Zach is with just, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's at the forefront of something that we all kind of do with this, yeah. you know, with Instagram it's, and social media. Zach does that with every product. And I'm yeah. like, oh, at least I feel it with one product. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's coming. Like I said, he's, he's definitely built up a following and like I said, in his, his his design, his yeah. eye for design is, is, is amazing. He does. He, he, he does uh, some good work and then, you know, puts it. We've to, gotten to know each paper, other so. the last handful of years. Like uh, one of my good friends is his good friend and his, uh, we just, I don't know, we just BS, we talk and sometimes we just, you know, go off each other and it's cool to hear from his perspective inside of things, how it's going. And then he'll ask me and we'll talk about it. And it's, I'm just, I, you know, it's just cool to see where his has grown to, you know, yeah. so far um, from where him and I, I remember he coming out here and we, I had a buck club hat and we would talk about buck club back when it was like, I mean, no, barely any followers. It was just word of mouth between friends, what he was planning on doing. And I was like, yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's great. I love logos. That's great. I love Zach and this whole thing. So we'll just go with it. And man, it's just boom just yeah. exploded <laughs> it's kind of exploded and like said and you know sound sounds like he's you know he he has property so that's yep. pretty that's pretty he's got cool. a couple things in the works it's yeah. that are really cool yeah that could be yeah, really cool and it like said it sounds like he's got property for the, the thing hopefully he can make that that work because it would it would be cool to see i mean it would be such that, a big draw kind of i mean it would just Utah got from close to, I don't know how far it would be from you, but it, it would just be a, uh, 
it would just well, be a, uh, I a don't, bucket I don't, list thing. Yeah. I don't, unfortunately, I don't think it's anywhere close to Utah where you got the land. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew a little bit of that. I just didn't want to. So. I don't know um, if it was my duty to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, and I, he's, he's made it public that it's not in Utah. Okay. Um, but I, he hasn't ever said where it's at. Um, I mean, it's, it's I've, I've heard whispers, and it's not my place to say anything yeah, more than whispers. I, I'm, but, exactly. Um, I'm, the, I'm, the same, I'm the same way. But where I've heard it's going is, uh, or whatever this course is, it's in a, uh, how do I say it's like pretty prime, perfect spot for yeah. it. it. So, yeah. And it we'll is. just leave it at that. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And like I said, I'd love seeing his his designs that he's you know his whole designs and and mockups and what he wants to do with it. Absolutely, um, which we're working on out here down the road. I mean, it's a process, but we're trying to build Almigo's Ranch, not to you know play off of Zach, but it was always kind of in the plans to do a little okay unique thing out here. So so you guys have land and doing stuff like in because your dad your dad's designed some courses. Is that my dad did, uh, you know, my dad did a couple, uh, he never got the actual credit credit. Okay. He did do a couple course, like, um, how do you, what would be like the term? He wasn't the architect, but he wasn't, he was there and involved with it. Consultant. Helped design. Yeah. Consultant, Consultant, yeah. Consultant would be a good word for it. Um, okay. But it's always been a thing of mine to want to do it. And it was just like, when I realized Elmigos was a thing, I was like, well, you know, if this culture and vibe can become a tournament, that can become a brand it should become a place and yeah. um it's it's going to be more along the lines of goat hill okay um but so out here in the desert so i mean if we're just going to put it simply it'd be goat hill of the desert out <laughs> here and um it's, it'd be like you know we're calling it roughly almigo's ranch or almigo's golf ranch okay but um that's what we've been working on right now with a with a really close buddy of mine Derek hubbard and uh we're we're trying to work out all the kinks. We got property picked out, and we're just gonna we're just okay. So you got how the, it's gonna all fall together. So do you guys have the property yet, or is it just we it, we don't have the property in hand or anything? Uh, I'd say we have it picked out, and we're trying to put numbers together and figure out game plan from start to finish, and make sure it's a well thought out thing, not just a spur of the moment thing. Okay, and um, we have. We actually have two. There's one for sure main seed uh, property that we want to do, but uh, it, it's cool. I've had a lot of really great people who've come talk to me about it, who have given their two cents about it and uh, want to be part of it. And uh, I, you know, I, I, I want it to be more than just a cool golf course. Like I want it to be something where it's almost like a hub to give back to the community as well. So it's, you know, it's, it brings value to the area more than just, Oh, it's a cool golf course. Um, I, I also don't want it to compete against the golf courses out here. Cause I don't, you know, obviously everyone knows there's about 130 of them here <laughs> in the Valley. I don't, we don't need another just 18 holes. Um, so it's it's primarily probably going to be a nine hole course, and it's probably going to be something more unique than it is tough, and more fun than it is you know just rant just normal like desert looking basic course. It's um, we got a few design aspects that we want to make it different, but very minimalist and very chill and you know, okay. have a taqueria and margarita bar and come get some swag, but mainly a place you either want to hang out, you want to either play quick little nines or six holes or a combo of the two, but it's not going to take away from your golf club. You know, you can go play your golf club, but you can still have time to go out to Amigo's Ranch. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's kind of, I mean, that's a really cool thing, right? Nine hole course that, you know, everybody can kind of get on board. You can, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully you allow when, when, when it's appropriate, but larger groups, more than just foursomes. I mean, I hope oh, that's, that's acceptable. Yeah, right. <laughs> Back when, uh, uh, po you mean post-COVID? Yeah, yes. Um, COVID, yeah. Like it's, I mean, stuff like that is, is so cool. And we've, I've actually been working on it and it got just too too create too crazy where we i was getting guys you know groups of about 16 to 20 guys and we in were playing one group 
And no, just not not in one group, unfortunately, because oh. it was still 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 COVID. Um, oh, got it. But got we it. would just get a money game going, and it was every you know Saturday or Sunday. And I'm just like, I'm with how busy we've gotten. I do a lot of fitting and and teaching out here, so it's been like probably as busy as we've ever been in in July. Um, That's crazy. For us. So. People are buying clubs and, and taking lessons. Are like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that I'm like, I just can't, I can't, you know, babysit 20 guys to make sure that they're no. going to show up every week. <laughs> no, so, no. <laughs> so I said at some point, I mean, I'm going to be working with a buddy of mine and, and get something. Um, and it's down in your neck of the woods. I don't know if you've, you've um, participated in Muni Madness. Oh um, yeah. Well, I've been out to Muni Madness quite a few times. And Muni Madness has got quite a, uh, quite a following out here. And when so. you said, it's funny when you said, you know, 16 guys plus, and, and then I joked and said all in one group, I immediately thought of Muni Madness. And that's because, because you will play 16 guys in one group. Yeah. It'll be it's, more than that. Sometimes it looks like, Oh yeah, no, it's, it's insane. And they do a They do a you know, phenomenal job out there, but it's literally drop your ball, fire away. You know, if you don't, if it's not birdie, just pick up. We got to go. Like, yeah, we ain't yeah. messing around. You know, so that's. I mean, and that's what I want. I would love to get something like that. We've got a couple of courses out here that that you could do it that way. Um, but I mean, it still you know takes some planning. I don't know how they put it together because now they go up north too. It looks like I think. Yeah, to, uh, to... Tony, who kind of, um, I feel like he's the godfather of it and kind of <laughs> operates it. He, uh, that they do do a great job. And when the weather gets hot here, I mean, granted, it's at night, right? So it's, um, you know, it, it works out a little better here because it's like tomorrow it's supposed to be one twenty. You know, it's it's a chill, brisk, dry one twenty, <laughs> but it's still one twenty. Um, you know, you got you going out at night. It's like. It, you'd almost rather pay money to go play at night out here because it's so much cooler, but um, not so much cooler, but just not blaringly hot. Right. And, um, but yeah, those guys have gone up to, it's moved its way north quite a bit. And I know some of the guys who are seasonal, you know, there's, you know, it's not as many year rounders down here, even though there's more than usual, but yeah, they go up to the Idaho's and, uh, Oregon's and all that to go either caddy or work at a club out there. So yeah, the game's definitely traveled up. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's something that I would like to, to get out here, but it's, I mean, it sounds like you could probably, if you guys, when you guys get Almiga's ranch, Almigo's ranch yeah, going, you could do something very similar. Is it going to, are you going to, will you guys be able to light it? Yeah. So or, that's what we're trying to, there's there's very there's, there's so many uh there's so many cool things that we could definitely do to make this place just so awesome and i i'm um and are just so unique and like the property i mean not to go like too deep into it because who knows if we even get this property um but we were even thinking like putting lights up on the palm trees that are there because it is a palm grove and then i thought okay well we could you know if it's not a huge course and we already have all these palm trees and we got to weave through these palm trees. We could put some lights up on them and yeah, we could do like, you know, maybe a night or two or a few a week that it is like night golf during, you know, certain months or whatever it is. And it would just add this whole nother dynamic of people. Guys could be like, Hey, I was at Omega ranch in the day. I was in there in the late afternoon. Oh, Hey, I went to Omega's ranch. Shit. I mean, I was playing all day and then I went at night and I was, playing there at night you know I was playing yeah. screwing around and, and decided you know what I only played quick nine or I played six and I stayed for a couple tacos and a mark and just chilled and met my friends and got to know all these people and I just seen what it's done for me as far as amigos and meeting people and friends connecting other friends and I gotta think if there's a place it'd just be really cool that like say you cruise down and then another guy cruises that you guys don't know each other and then we all go play, you know, quick nine. And next thing you know, you guys are friends and this whole game continues to connect everyone. And we just, you had like, you know, two tacos, three margs and played nine holes all because of it, you know, it's yeah, a small that's... price to pay. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Like I said, and 
uh, yeah, it definitely golf is, is, is a pretty great connector. Uh, you know, like I said, I've, you know, connected even through, and we were talking about how crazy the, the Instagram golf community is and how quickly you can just like hit somebody up. And, you know, if you're in the area, like I said, I've always, you know, everybody's got an open invite if they're, if they're ever here to, you know, in Salt Lake hit me up and and we'll go isn't that great we'll i mean this or... isn't isn't that awesome though like the fact that if i'm up there you're down here you know billy bob joe jim somebody <laughs> that we don't know you've just talked to on instagram like i mean there's a there's so many guys i've just talked to on instagram that have never actually met in person but they've got a clear full-on invitation to come play with me when you're here or when i'm up there or you know or I connected a handful of guys who are now good friends and they go play all the time. And you're like, that's just awesome. It was all via what, like some platform that's like on social media. Like I saw your, I saw your picture of a, you know, a golf bag, a hat and it was cool. You played, you know, you played here, you know, we've got that all, you know, connecting us all. Like I said, I, you know, talked to the salty golfer out in Myrtle beach a few weeks ago and he was like hey whenever you're down you know i'm, I'm cool more, than, more than willing to play and so i'm like all right i'll take you up on that invitation if i think I'm ever Salty's there, doing so. something pretty uh i mean in his own way but like something you know same thing you know cool logo cool vibe and he's mainly just doing it because i feel like he just wants to do it like it's yeah. just a way to connect people and have fun and um be able to provide something that obviously people are interested in like that's salty i mean he's just hitting me up yesterday he was like messaging me and he's like bro like you know amigo like i just you know we're just talking for 10 minutes and i was like this is cool i mean this is all based on some you know initially some tournament where i just wanted to have my friends out when it was 115 and go play golf yeah. and you know have a good time and now we're here talking about this so it's it's exactly. cool so speaking of that is the tournament still a thing or oh yeah is it okay. oh yeah covid a covid covid or not it is gonna go on so um it this year is a little unique um man it's been really unique obviously for everyone obviously i don't need to expand on that but um it's just been it's been quirky because i i i've had this tournament four or five years now or, or this will be my fourth sorry uh i've had i had another kind of little fun get together before that before his almigos on a much smaller scale but um so this is my fourth almigos and classic and i moved it and my club and i were like hey we're gonna move it to prime time we're gonna move it to may you know end of the season season but still cool but still warm but you still get all the things and then boom covid went ahead and just decided no not this year no may so I didn't honestly didn't announce when we were going to do it. Cause I didn't know honest with, with the clubs and with what people who was cool with traveling, who wanted, if, if we were not even allowed to do events. Um, but I just announced the other day, we kind of finalized at my club that we are going to do it back pretty much at its normal date, which is in September. Okay. Um, it is very warm, very warm. <laughs> uh, so if anyone who's out there listening is thinking about coming, it is warm, but it is a really good time. And uh, it's really just, it's as we usually right now, we play it as a four person scramble or shamble. Sorry. You show up, you, you check in, you get your, my, I like to hit, I'd like to get right to the point because tournaments are all about swag. Right. See, I mean, that's what started this whole thing. You got to have good swag. So you show up, you get your cool swag. I kind of go a little all out. I probably more out than I should. And then guess what? Right next to the swag is chorizo breakfast burritos. And then right next to that is all the beer you want. <laughs> and it just, it's all free. You just take it and go and you get warmed up. Not that you need too much warm up, but you know, we go out and we play and I got a margarita stand. I'm out there mixing cocktails, got a little game halfway and we raise money. So that's the other part of this where at the beginning it maybe necessarily wasn't about raising money, but once we realized that we kind of had this platform, we just started like, all right, hey, to bring more to this, it's a good time, plus we can help someone or something. Nice. Um, 
so last year was kind of like the really big one last year we helped our really close uh, friends of ours uh his um their son named truman and uh he was a he had cancer uh, like a tumorous cancer cancerous tumor i should say behind his eye and um it, they just it was a long drawn out battle and this kid is just like a warrior i mean just awesome awesome positive kid you wouldn't even know he's dealing with all this even though obviously as any parents they're going through like the worst thing you can ever imagine and um we raised that day alone like just because there's so much support mixed with the gofundme and the tournament i didn't even know what i was doing trying to raise that much <laughs> money and we raised seventeen thousand that day for him and it was really cool and fast forward truman is cancer free and he he moved back home from houston they're back here living now and i mean just you know knock Mm -hmm. on wood and pray to god that everything's all good with them so that was really cool to see so now we're kind of i haven't picked the person who we're going to help out this year just because everything's been so kind of last minute and off the cuff but um there will be someone we will raise money for someone and help out with something but it, it's just it's just fun. I mean, it's just desert golf at its best. It's hot. You got margaritas, and tacos to kind of hold you over, but just drink cervezas and margs, and you're kind of you'd be good to go. <laughs> nice. Oh, that, yeah, that's an awesome, you know, story and getting that that money raised. Obviously, you're using the you know the platform for good, which is which is awesome. So it's in September. Have you locked down exact dates yet, or? Put out. So funny, I did announce yesterday that it was going to be September 5th, and then I went to the club today, and they're like, ah, You're we're thinking this. maybe later, and I'm like, <laughs> you can't do that to me, you can't tell me it's a date, and then tell me maybe later, but okay, so it's either September 5th, or it's going to be two weeks after, which the positive note, it will give us a little bit more freedom to do what, what we want at the course, and with the club, and kind of have it to ourselves, and everything, so um i did tell everyone to save the date yesterday for september 5th but <laughs> i will be quickly correcting them here in the next couple of days if it is not september 5th <laughs> <laughs> so where do you announce that so that, uh, that the listeners and can kind of find that yeah so instagram instagram is my home instagram is my everything i've tried the facebook and the twitter stuff and it is just um I don't know. My, my crew of people is just, they're all on Instagram and um, I'll do, I pump it out mainly there via posts and story and all that. And then, and then it'll kind of secondary is it'll go onto my website and I'll try and shoot out some emails as well, but it's mainly Instagram. Like that is the hub for everything on me goes. Okay. And then they'll just be able to get on sign. Oh up yeah. If they I'll want. post. I'll make, yeah. So what I'll do is I'll probably post once I post on like it's official um, you can go onto my website and you either sign up for your foursome there or your twosome and however you want to divvy it up and we'll kind of have it that way. That way it's easier to keep track of. Okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll have an avenue for people who are either in or out of town that want to sign up. I'll have a place for them to sign up for sure. Nice. That's awesome. And it's going to be your club, kind of t- your club kind of and, then, and then, so will it be, at your club, the it's uh, the park, right? The Palms Golf Club. The Palms. The Palms. Yeah. So the Palms Golf Club. So that's the one coming up. And then I, you know, I have a lot of people who want to play in an event. And I, I always tell people, you know, till we move this tournament to May, the El Migos Classic one, I always recommend people should come out and play the El El Compadre is my second event that I ah. collab host with Goat Hill. So okay. it's Goat Hill and I's tournament, and we host that one um in december and uh that was fun that's a two-person event there's an amateur and a pro division so if you're a pro guess what like come out bring your best pro buddy or am buddy but (laughs) finger finger press pro buddy and we have a pro field and a pro purse and then we have an am field and you know it's just you get to use handicaps and all that and it's just it's just a blast like we started that at goat with some of the same I mean, just first of all, if you don't know Goat, Goat Hill is just the best, coolest place in the world. I mean, it is uh, what Ash, John Ashworth, and uh, Eli and everyone have done there has been just incredible. 
the vibe, the course, what they're putting into it every single day in and out is so awesome that you just can't help be a part of it. And I'm just, I'm fortunate to feel like I'm a small part of it. And um, we have that event out there and it's, it was, I started it because I know being playing professional golf as you did. I mean, it's a full year and it's very strenuous, you know, going in and out of events by yourself, you know, spending all this money that you don't have. And I was like, Hey, I just want an event at the end of the year, you know, and bring your partner, bring your compadre and you're going to tee up. It's going to cost you a little bit, but you're going to get a lot out of it. It's going to be a lot of fun, but you're going to remember why, why you play golf and that's for fun and with friends and for people. And guess what? Yeah. You can still win cash, but don't, (laughs) don't lose sight that while you're playing golf is to actually, you know, have fun and be happy. Yeah, having a good time. And that's, I mean, that I've definitely, you know, found a lot more, you know, as I've, I've gotten older, post, yeah, post, post-professional, obviously still uh, gotten the PGA just, just like you did, um, working my way through that again for the second time. I got into it early, but then I decided I wanted to play. And so got out of it <laughs> and to yep. play and then. Um, back in it, so I, you know, still don't play as much as I want, but I, or tournament as much tournaments as I want, as I yeah. like, but I mean, going out and playing with your friends and doing some stuff like that, I mean, I might enjoy it a lot more. It's that's golf right there. I mean, I, there is definitely competitive golf and competitive tournament golf. I will never not play. It's just such a part of me, but man, and I'm only going to use GOAT as this example again, but you go out there and you roll out with your buddies, a t-shirt, you can bring your dog if you want, you know, and you just, you're going out and playing and just creating these fun memories on a course that isn't this full length course where you just got to smash it all around. It's got, it's more about quirky and working it and having fun and just kind of embracing this different aspect of golf that I feel like today's day and age people are, you know, they're not really they're so worried about the full length courses and the tough and this and that. You're like, Hey, let's go back. Like, come on. I mean, I play persimmon. We all play persimmon out at goat Hill a lot of the time. Yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah. it's just cool. And I just, I couldn't recommend a place more than goat Hill. And uh, that's why I was so, so pleased that we were able to work out and have that event that we do. Okay. And, it is, and that's in December. If you guys find that one's in December, have you guys finalized all the details for that? Or are you still working that Close. out? Or? We, we kind of, we'll, we'll for sure, we'll finalize announcement probably in October only because, okay. I mean, with COVID, you know, it's just, it's changing every day. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> I mean, good. put it this way. We were even considering moving it to October just so we had something to look forward to sooner. But then we thought, you know what, let's just keep it back in December. Yeah, um, give it a little bit should, more time. Yeah, give you more time, and who knows? I mean, we're we were even thinking of the silliest things, like, all right, how are we going to take this group photo? We're going to have to be like six feet apart with everyone, is you know, is that what we're going to have to do? And we're like, you know, let's just chill. Move into December and figure it out. Yeah, (laughs) have to be a drone photo where you can just super zoom out. Yeah, Um, super zoom. Everyone, you know, six feet apart. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, but they sound like. Awesome events, like I said, I'll I'll definitely keep keep my eyes keep on my mind for the absolutely definitely for the one just only, and Hill. I tell people because Goat Hills Goat Hills a bucket list course anyway. If you weren't I, playing in a tournament out there, but yeah. if you're playing in a tournament, you get the whole shebang. Just like tomorrow, I'm playing in the Herdsman this weekend, which is kind of their quote unquote member guest. It's their flagship event. Um, but you roll out there on the Friday, they have their mandatory golf Friday. They got their skins game, you know, the whole community is out there backing it. Plus you got the tournament goers who are going to be out there playing their practice rounds and their skins game. And then the tournament comes and man, it's 27 holes, three, nine hole matches with your partner. And then you carry on and the second day is 18 hole matches with your, or sorry, two nine hole matches with your partner. And then you have a horse race and, I mean, it's it, everyone, as soon as it ends, everyone looks forward to it the next year. And that's what we're kind of trying to bring Del Compadres. It's like the same thing, but just with a Mexican fiesta out there. And just, you know, as soon as the tournament ends, you're like, let me jot that down for next year because I can't <laughs> wait for it to already come back. So, so sounds like some everybody 
like sounds like something every like community should have right absolutely because you've got i mean you've got it on the east coast when you go out and, and winter park has their little skins game that they do it's a standing thing on fridays you know goat hill i mean it sounds like they have a have their they have it every friday mandatory golf friday they have it out there every friday they have a skins game every friday and it's um it's just cool you just go out there and have a beer and play nine holes i mean i don't know what else you need right <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like a great time to me like i said i need to need to start implementing that a little little bit more <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just make that part of your uh, weekly routine. <laughs> My, mine's been Wednesdays and Thursdays. I play in a, in a little men's league at, at a course here that there you to go. do some good stuff. So it's, Perfect. I mean, getting out and playing before I have to go to work. It just, you know, sometimes it can be, it can wear me out a little bit, but I, I don't know that I do it any other way. I'm, I'm the guy that I work with. He, he says I, it, I got to get my fix every week. You so. got, you kind of got to, and you you either get the fix before you go to work, or you don't get it at all. I'd, I'd probably go with the prior. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He he gives me crap because we'll go and like I went to Bandon and going back um, this year again, but I played 135 holes in three days, and he's like, I don't know how you do. Oh that. my he's god. Like, he's like, I don't know how you do it, and I was like, I'm like, I didn't even fill it till the day after I got back <laughs> in town. Yeah. The, well, like just, the just the adrenaline running on the, and everything yeah, yeah just running on adrenaline so. well i'll make it up there one of those days i've still never been to bandon and i have a feeling oh. i'm going to do something pretty similar and uh it's, i've been invited about three four times and never can make it on the dates that people pick but yeah like i said it's it's an amazing place and that's really all it is 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 golf so it's it's right where I want to be. Want to be? I've been oh yeah at to Pinehurst once, and like I said, I love the courses at Pinehurst, but the atmosphere and kind of just where it's just all golf. That bandit band yeah, is just 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 that much that much better. So yep, and I've heard uh, I've heard uh, Sheep Ranch is no uh, exception. It is the exact same. It's awesome and incredible, and the layout and it just only adds to it. Yeah, so yeah, it's just more reason to go up there, and yeah, like so, you'd have to get up there <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I mean, you you've obviously got a lot going on. Well, um, my buddy Levi that we talked about earlier, he's already been up there twice, twice? in the yeah, last twice this year, and I think and he's said he's got another trip planned. This he's year. got another one planned in a couple months, and I'm like, oh man, I got I got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That's that's his thing, and it's it's been fun to talk to to him through um through instagram and talking about certain holes because there's i guess there's a hole that a guy they um banded couldn't get the land from him so they he built a hole out there and it's off of one of the t boxes you can see it off of one of the t boxes at, at banded trails and it's a guy built a green out there and so i guess it's a it's like a secret hole type deal yeah. and then so i was telling him that's cool because behind like Bandon number one, there's original tee box that they don't play, but it was like the original tee box that makes it just a beast of a par three. And so there's some things like that, that, that are pretty, you know, pretty cool there. There's a couple of spots where it's like, this is where Kaiser and, and, and everything looked at the property. And so there's, there's some pretty cool stuff that way but. absolutely so if you want to bring the, it kind of a funny story only because you just said kaiser to uh, bring a little bit of uh, symmetry and like totally bring this thing around one of the initial inspirations i had to even bring a nine hole cool course to the desert which would now i you know we're calling quote unquote Amigos ranch um was i went out and i go from my club we go play in the butler cup every year um, at Butler National in Chicago. Well, during the trip, we try to, you know, we make the best of it and go play some other places and all that. Well, we went and played the Dunes Club one year. And Dunes Club, for a lot of people who don't know, is Mike Kaiser's first course. Okay. Out in Michigan. And when I tell you, it's, I mean, it is one of the most special, unique, awesome things you just 
uh, I mean, from what I'm remembering off the top of my head, and people might be able to correct me better, but you just cruise along this neighborhood. You pull off freeway, you're in this neighborhood, and you're just driving down, and it's just this chain link fence and a forest to your left and a neighborhood on your right. And next thing you know, there's just a hole in the for- in the fence. <laughs> there's just a hole. Like like the the fence ends, there's space for a car, and then it begins. And you're like, there's no sign, nothing. And you pull through there, and you just go down this dirt road. There's no parking lot. You just park between trees. And there it is, the first hole and the clubhouse. And the clubhouse is tiny. There's only one employee working which is the head pro, I believe. And he was a, you know, he's a great guy. He's the same guy who greets you and talks to you. And, you know, he's making your burgers at the turn, but it's nine holes and you play the nine holes twice. And I, it honestly blew my mind how amazing nine holes could be. I mean, it, it resembles a lot of what you'll see at Bandon, but it's got so much Pine Valley to it. It's got so much, just architectural just genius and vibes that are put out that are incredible and you you play the nine and you're you just can't wait to get back out and play the the same nine again but maybe from a different tee and that gave me the inspiration of like wow you don't need 18 you just need cool nine and you could maybe shift the tees you could, you know, if, as long as it plays or looks well, it doesn't matter how long or challenging or whatever it could be. It just, it, as long as it gives off just such a great vibe. And that's, that's what the Dunes Club did for me. And I, you know, I, I realized that that was Mike Kaiser's first place that he tested it out and went and then brought it to Bandit and created what everyone knows now are all these create, uh, you know, amazing golf courses. Yeah, that's so when people ask me, I say, yeah, sneaky. My favorite course ever is the Dunes Club. Yeah, that is awesome. I actually just just pulled it up, looking at it, and there's looked. It looks like right. It's got amazing. some Pine Valley, sneaky Pine Valley in there a little, little bit. A, I I don't know what Pine Valley. <laughs> Have you played Pine Valley too? Nope. I've Here. just seen. Okay. Um. I I if. if I've seen a billion pictures. I've been around enough people who okay. have, but I've never played Pine Valley. Um, yeah, that one's like I said, and I've heard, and I've been, I've known a couple of people who have played it. But I mean, looking at the pictures of this, I might have to. Sneak you, up, I always, sneak I up. mean, Dunes Club. It, it's probably, I believe there's only fifty members or something. It's like something Sorry. uniquely private like that. <laughs> but it is, uh, it is. If you just talk to someone and get out and play it's it's still right up at the top of my memory bank as the pretty much the coolest place i've played that's awesome because like you said you know you you mention it and not not a ton of people would know of it but like i said just from the pictures that i just saw it like I said it's one of those courses that like i said it's just like i went down and you know made a point to play winter park when I was down at the PGA show this last year and like you look at it and you're, if you looked at a scorecard, you'd be like, why do I want to go play this golf course? Yeah. And then you go out and play it. So funny. Like, the, yeah. the character of that golf course and, and still the shots you have to hit there. Um, it just makes it such a good, good play yeah. and a good track to, 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 to get around. And that's well, where I, I think you said that. Cause if you look at a course via a scorecard, I mean, you don't want that to tell the story. Like you just, you know, I mean, you, you see short holes and, you know, everything you get out there and actually playing, you're like, whoa, this is, this is not a, at all what I expected. Yeah, I like, mean, I miss it in the wrong spot. I, I, there's a good chance I'm not getting this up and down. Or... No, I mean, <laughs> and that's, and I'm going to bring it back to goat, but goat hills just like that, where, I mean, you can, I can drive so many of the holes but just because you can drive them doesn't also mean you're not going to make double. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. and just because you miss the green or you get a little off track, it's called getting goaded and you get goaded. <laughs> like you get in, like you're in this like messed up weird lie to a pin that's cut short on a pill that you have no green to work with. And you're like, wait, why was this a good idea? Like, why did I do this? You're like, I you know, did so this you, for... <laughs> yeah, and then you have, like, a short... You have, a, you know, par threes. They're short, but, you know, you, you just miss it a little bit, and you're like, 
oh, wait, I'm short-sighted myself and I'm chipping off Kukuya and I have to fly it there and I'm doing this and that. And you're like, ah, oh, this seemed a lot better back there on the tee than when I'm now here. But, hey, you know, then there's other days where, you know, like I, I was five under through five and you're like, oh, this is it. I figured it out. And, you know. <laughs> That's I think that's so, what makes it makes such a great golf course though, right? You can yep. go out and you're like, oh, I figured it. And you're like, they're like, you're like, no, you just hit the you just hit the shots exactly. No, you just hit good shots that day. Because <laughs> then the next day you're in a you know you're in a dirt hole and you can't even get a club on it and you make triple. <laughs> and that's just awesome. Like I said, it's it's goat is definitely on on my list um, when I get out get out there um to play it so i'll hit you up when yeah you said it's two hours away because you live so you're in the desert then it sounds like yeah i'm in i'm in the smack dab middle of palm desert and um coachella valley here um for people who don't know it's where coachella fest and (laughs) for the bob hope classic and bmp tennis tournament all are it's uh I love our valley. It, it is awesome right now. It's obviously a little warm, but the best part about the valley too is that it is uh, just a quick couple drives away from San Diego, Oceanside, LA, Santa Barbara, Vegas. Everything's just all yeah. real close. But yeah, Oceanside from my door to Goat's entry is about an hour and thirty minutes. Okay, that's that's not that's not a bad drive. I I get people and buddies a little complain about you know driving 45 minutes or they're like oh why did you have to book a time so far away I'm like really <laughs> like 45 minutes i'm like like that's that's nothing at all but um yeah like i said my one kind of real lasting memory of the last time or it wasn't the last time i was in the desert but one of the last times i was in the desert asking for a buddy of mine um in the, in the pre i don't know pre-qualifying for for the web.com and oh yeah we had just got him yeah we in this i had you know dabbled in a little bit of an apparel company so we got him a bag in for it and that was the worst decision i ever made trying to carry that thing (laughs) in the dead of the (laughs) desert I don't uh, want you to call out the company or the name of the player, but I'd be interested if I definitely, if I knew the guy. <laughs> uh, no, but, it was, like I said, it was, it was, no, it was, I was the one carrying the bag. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's hot. No, you trying to carry hot. that bag and oh. carry a staff bag around there. And like, like my buddies, you know, he was like, he's like, damn, I thought you were going to die. <laughs> we're like uh that was a bad bad decision uh, no, it, no but it was they funny they took it away they took away pre-qualifying for q school here because it was so hot and you know i go to q school that year i'm stoked because i you know i'm used to the heat like, and i like and i like greg norman course so i'm like right oh this is great i can't wait for this this is gonna be awesome so what do they do they move it to orange county to Cota de casa and i'm I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm out in Orange County a lot. It, that's totally fine. It it bit them in that butt so bad because that weekend that we had Q School, the same tournament because that they were saying was so hot in the desert, was the hottest weekend ever in Orange County. <laughs> and like, I've lived uh, in the whoops. desert for 20 years, played in 120 degrees, 125 degrees, the hottest I've ever played golf in was those three days at, in Orange County. It was brutal. <laughs> You're like, good move, guys. Yeah, no. good move. And they're like, yep, we screwed that up. So they canceled that the next year, too. <laughs> so where is it now? I mean, you're, you're going to get hot. It is now. I'm like, you're yeah. going to get hot anywhere. Um, it's just, you know, especially if you're going Southern California in, in that time of the year, there's, there's the chance. Um, but it's going to be warm. I mean, I get it. The desert is warmer than everywhere else, but it, it, man, it was, you know, a hundred plus humidity is a lot hotter than 110 with no humidity. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Well, Al, appreciate you coming on. And like I said, absolutely shoot. I could, I mean, 
I could talk to you for another three hours. Like, so nope, just I could too. Shoot, shoot I, in the breeze, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's looking at me like, well, I mean, I'm surprised you're cutting it off this short. So, <laughs> I, I got definitely will stay in touch. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what you have, you know, coming out Absolutely. in the future. I got a little uh, PGA. It's always quirky trying to come out with major stuff, major yeah. drops and all that and trying to be different or unique enough. But I got I got something cool coming out here and um, probably on Monday that'll be um, it's fun. It's it's a playoff of my sombrero series that I'm doing. So if you saw my my I call I don't know, I come I come up with very simplistic names, but it was the El Hogan logo, which is Hogan yeah. at Marion with a sombrero. Right. Well, the next one will be a uh, something that happened at the PGA with a sombrero. So I'll leave it at that. It's anticipation. Is yeah. gonna get some <laughs> that's all. It's anticipation. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Like I said, I love what you're doing. Like I say, keep, keep doing it. I'll keep an eye out um, and try to, you know, support you where I can put the, put Absolutely. the word out on that. And like I said, if you're, you know, the, just like we talked about before, open invitation if you're ever in in utah i don't know if you get it get out this way i know that we, we talked a little bit nope. about you, I, every once in a while zach. i've been out there for some uh i've been out there i gotta come up and play with zach sometime uh that's definitely on the list of things to do but i i played a couple uh corn fairy mondays and some other little things up there before so it's i've been okay. up there i don't, I don't know so what what courses there, but i've been what, there was it at, when did you come up and what, where, what was the course that you, what was the Man, that's interesting. What was it? I stayed in downtown. Okay. Um, and we drove out of downtown to North. Man. Was it Glen Eagle? Yeah. I want to feel it was North. What'd you say? Glen Eagle? Glen Eagle. I want to say that was it. <laughs> like out towards, the, out towards the Great Salt Lake, you drive North and then you just drive like you're feeling like you're going to drive and just drive right into the Great Salt Lake. Nice. Wow, man you know what it's been five years since i've been five years that was like that was definitely glen eagle then yeah, yeah okay because so. i took a trip where i played it was a crazy few days but i drove from here i played a tournament here got in my car drove up to reno played an event in reno for three days with no practice round i just got i mean i literally got there at two in the morning woke up at seven to play my turn my tea time and finish those three days but then i had to jam from there straight to salt lake and drive to play the monday and play that's you know just some course you've never seen before and you're in utah doing this and that well of course then i, I kind of just ran out of gas didn't play well on the monday get in my car and drive well i think it's like 12 13 hours straight home and i just remember sitting oh, there thinking i was like did you go because i think the next week that was when the right after it was Boise I'm like then you go right at the Boise I I was honestly it was on my radar and I had uh, my finger was on the sign up and I was just thinking like man I should have planned this better maybe if I was a you know maybe if I was a better professional I would have made it down up to Boise but I just didn't plan it out and didn't do it and uh, I was like you know I'm just gonna drive home 13 hours boom straight home that day and uh, I just looked back and I was like man that was is it pretty nuts like five day span i just did you know yeah that's <laughs> that is nuts uh well yeah like say, you know what you, i don't have to do being in the pga i don't have to do any of that now you know no. the longest drive i have is like a couple hours <laughs> <laughs> it's, de it's definitely a little bit easier on on the the travel Pocket schedule book. for sure yep yep absolutely <laughs> so. i love the pga shout out to mark our section the southern california section and our desert chapter and I'm partially part of the Met chapter as well at it being out at a Royal Tribuco with my buddy block. So hat, you know, how, uh, shout out to all of them as well. And Taylor made, got to maybe do a little shout out to Taylor. <laughs> just just a little shout out. <laughs> You're like, I'm yeah. just getting all the plug, plugs in. Yeah, you can squeeze them in here at the end. <laughs> that's, that's good. But uh, biggest shout out to, to Amigos, right? Let's get that. Yeah. That rolling. Absolutely. Keep, it, keep that going. And, um, so, like I said, invitations always open. Um, Absolutely, if I, you, if you I'm down well. there. I'll hit, I'll hit, I'll hit you up, and and we'll go play, play some desert courses. I know a, a buddy of mine has. Um, There's lots a, of a, a, a friend. Gotta, 
he's got a friend and there's one I oh I always forget the name of the course but he's like he's like yeah just come out and he's got a house and um, there's 130 courses there's a lot of them it's it's one of the, the more exclusive ones but I can't remember which well, I'm one I'm sure I know it, it's amazing yeah. how small this desert is and how we're all connected so I'm sure I I've, I've met him or know him or something but you come <laughs> down here we're gonna have a good time that's, all right you know well, easy done <laughs> I'll, t- I'll t- take you up on that like i said a trip to the, the desert sounds nice especially if it's like november and there's snow on the ground yeah. here so <laughs> oh yeah well, yeah because it, it's post november it is incredible here yeah you don't don't come out here prior to that unless it's for amigos classic <laughs> <laughs> sounds good all, all right. right well you know you know, cheers and salute for having me on and uh, all the best to the Buttercuts podcast and you guys all up there in Utah. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Talk to you later. All right, bud. See you. Have a good one. You. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Buttercuts Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating, review, and subscribe. We appreciate it. Until next time, keep hitting the Buttercuts.